Hello, aviators. Welcome back to the Pro Pilot Playbook podcast, where we bring you insights and hacks and tips and tricks to get through your aviation career, all your flight training in the fastest and cheapest means possible. I'm Sean Ritchie. And I'm Mike Martin. We are bringing, this is our, our New Year's show, I guess. This is the first podcast we're putting out here of 2021. Today's January yeah. 6th. 2021 and we we did take a, a a week off last week we did not post a podcast it was a very busy week uh for both of us um well mike was on a hybrid vacation <laughs> slash trip yeah. i think actually mike is on location he is uh he's not in his normal spot here uh you might have noticed maybe. yeah i think i I see Does this sunshine. Look like Cincinnati? <laughs> I see palm <laughs> trees back there. I see sunshine and palm trees. I'm looking out my window. I see dreary Cincinnati cold winter weather out there. It's in the 30s somewhere. Um, hey, somebody's got to do it, right? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Yeah. Great. So, well, yeah, I mean, very busy week in aviation. You know, on the the 26th of December, you know, is quite possibly in our realm of, you know, aviation in the corporate world. That's one of the busiest days, if not the busiest travel day there is. Uh, I agree. Yeah. People going to warm locations the day after Christmas. Um, actually, right. I think the FAA even uh, over the years, they're getting smarter. I think they even issued, I got an email uh, about congestion in Florida, uh, you know, all the travel people heading South, uh, they were saying right. expect delays and everything. But yeah. Yeah. You, you know, if you think about it, if you're a corporate pilot or not, not even a corporate pilot, if you're a corporate jet owner, what better day to use your airplane than December 26 and fly somewhere warm? I mean, it's really the greatest thing. Every, uh, uh, everybody wants to be up in their cold, crap hole where they made all their money with all their family on uh, Christmas day. And then on the 26th, like a magic carpet, they want to bring their whole family to some beautiful place. Um, and uh, uh, so, you know, all, that's, that's all the congestion uh, that, that, that comes along with that. Um, and actually we, uh, so I've flown for several different operators in this type of flying. And uh, uh, we always fly on the 26th uh, typically to, uh, 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 Miami, Fort Lauderdale, Naples, Palm Beach, uh, or, uh, the Bahamas uh, is very popular too. all those places. Um, and, um, we run into what they have is they have flow control issues as the air traffic control goes through the, the Northern part of Florida. Uh, they, they have delays, they can't, they can't handle congestion. And, you know, in the old days, uh, they, they would have everyone take off. And then you would fly to where you're going to get there and there'd be too many planes to land. So you would, you know, fly in holding patterns and they'd stack you up and then you'd land. And then, you know, I don't know, 20 years ago, somebody's like, maybe this isn't the smartest thing to do uh, to just have all these airplanes flying around people on a wasting gas and there could be an accident. 
Um, so now they monitor all the airplanes uh, and they have what's called flow control. So they know where you're going and when you're going to take off and they know if you're going to be able to land when they get there. So they stop you. It's called a ground stop uh, or gate hold. They'll stop you at your departure time and you'll get what's called an edict time and then it'll allow you to take off at a certain time so that when you arrive in your tropical destination there's no delay um so yeah, that's kind of smarter how the, the computers are able to see all the flight plans in the system and the congestion and they'll start the computers will start spitting these things out and they'll, they'll issue these things for certain destinations yeah yep so we adapted to this. Um, so, you know, what time I'll ask the viewers, would you want to leave if you owned a private jet and you'd like to go somewhere tropical uh, on December 26th? Well, 10 a.m., right? It's perfect. You get to wake up at your own pace and then go to the airport. It takes you a little bit of time to get the airport, jump on a jet and leave. Well, if you leave at 10 a.m., you may get delayed two or three hours in some cases. Um, so we've we've shifted our departure, our operation to uh, uh, 8:30 in the morning, and we got out uh, actually no problem. Uh, but you know, an hour or two later, they start you start to get delayed, and then it eases up again in the afternoon. You know, when everybody's traveling, so you learn how to kind of game the system. Uh, you know, as you as you get better at it. Where did you go, Sean? Did you go uh, anywhere in Florida or what did you do? Yeah, there was a couple different trips in there on, on Chris or the day after Christmas on the 26th, we were taking some people down to uh, the Bahamas, down to okay. the Southern or Lutheran islands, a uh, little bitty Island. Uh, it's called rock sound. I mean, there is, mm -hmm. there's nothing there. It's a, it's a, piece <laughs> of, there's, it's a piece of pavement. There's yeah. uh, with no runway lights. There's no runway markings. There's no towers, just an uncontrolled. There's a shack there. There's no Jeez. taxiways. It's pretty unimproved. I mean, there's, there's potholes and stuff in this. I mean, it's, it's borderline. Well, I shouldn't say that because there's plenty of jets that go in and out of there, but I mean, it's, it's a rough, <laughs> it's a rough piece, piece of pavement. And yeah, uh, cause there's no services down there. You've got to, we were picking our people up in Florida anyway, but um, right. You know, you got to go in there with enough fuel to get back out to go wherever you're going. And we happen to be in Fort Lauderdale, which was a perfect spot for this particular jet that I'm flying. And, mm -hmm. you know, we fueled up and it was a madhouse. I mean, oh, yeah, was, that's where I was. I didn't know we were there the same day then on the 26th. Really? You were, in, I was at FLL or where were you? Yeah. At? Yeah. FLL. Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah. I didn't see a shelter. I was there. <laughs> yeah. I was at shelter too. Are you Unbelievable. kidding me? Yeah. Yeah. That's funny. Actually, that brings up. Something yeah. Right there we next to pick. customs. Yeah. 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 That's yeah. great. What time but, did you land? I mean, that ramp was uh, a mess. It was a mess, man. Yeah. It was a war zone. They told me they had a hundred arrivals uh, is what they told me there. Wow. Yeah. So we yeah. got out there. I don't know. Yeah. The line, I mean, we were waiting and then they gave us another time. They kept adding to our time, adding to our time. And, um, sitting there burning fuel and you know doing math real quick to make sure i see yeah i still got enough fuel to get back and meet the reserve requirements whatever but it got close it got close to where i was getting ready to if it went any longer i was gonna have to pull out of line and go back and get some more fuel um, Jeez, man. <laughs> yeah that little jet i fly doesn't like uh you're in a different animal that thing the thing you fly you know can tanker some fuel around but yeah the challenger yeah. top that baby off man and go to <laughs> uh uh I, I remember when i was flying a 604 uh challenger 604 which is slightly bigger than what i'm in now we did um 
we did a LAX to Bermuda with still enough fuel to get back to North Carolina, you know, cause you got to Bermuda is like a rock in the middle of sure. the yeah. freaking nowhere. And, and we flew one guy. I remember from LAX, uh, uh, all the way to Bermuda, which is way out in the Atlantic ocean in the middle of nowhere. And then of course we had enough reserve if, if the run, cause there's only one runway there, Bermuda, if you had to go around, you could just go back to the U S but, uh, yeah, that, that's uh, one thing, the big airplanes, they, they, they make you sweat fuel a little bit. Uh, last that's for sure in in those situations i can remember uh i used to fly lear 31 and man that thing it was like a fuel emergency right when you left oh yeah <laughs> taxi i've been in that airplane too i've been in that airplane too oh yeah that's a two-hour that's a two-hour fighter jet that's uh, yeah goes really fast yeah. looks cool and uh but yeah 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 that but yeah you're always sweating the gas man and that is not uh yeah, it's not not a fun thing, you know. Uh, but, yeah, yeah I, in I sporting mean, events, you know, you're taxiing out and you're, you're number thirty for takeoff. <laughs> oh yeah, I've I've left some NASCAR races before that. Yeah, it's just nuts, and the NASCAR races are are they're even you know all those race teams have have air aircraft also you know so yeah, and you're not always at a big airport either where they're used mm -hmm. to handling that amount of traffic. So yeah, those things can get nuts, but yeah, the sporting events, uh, you know, another, I said it was a busy week, you know, like the day after new year's January 2nd is also a, a very busy day. Mm, and yes. I did the, uh, the same flight as I did the day after Christmas on the day after new year's only it was even more involved. There was six legs that day it, dropping off all his friends and family everywhere after we brought them okay. out of the Bahamas, but, uh, yeah, just busy, busy week. But Man. sometimes, sometimes it doesn't work out like that. You know, I didn't get to stay in any cool beach locations, but, um, you know, I have had the opportunity to get to live like the passengers every now and then. And, uh, I remember a trip one year where we left Christmas night, Christmas evening, they wanted to get down there Christmas night. They had to wake up on the beach on the 26th <laughs> and i wasn't very happy about going and working on christmas evening but i i get it now because yeah. i got the i got to wake up on the beach in the bahamas again this time different island but uh <laughs> there is some magic in waking up on a beach the day after christmas toes in the sand you got the surf the sun the heat and that all that christmas stuff is behind you oh man that's a, that's a good <laughs> feeling it probably is the best day to travel yeah 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 you know um i uh, you brought up new year's i remember a story uh, when i was flying for a charter operator now this is probably about 10 years ago we took a guy into this island called uh anguilla and it's in um um it's down by saint martin it's very exclusive there's no airline service in there um and we had a we had a celebrity on board it, um we were actually picking up a celebrity it's a big time movie star and um um i i hear at the time there was like a four seasons there that everyone was at i mean there was a ton of jets there you know some very very famous people um like uh there was a basketball player that would remain nameless but he flies a north carolina blue golf stream he was down there, um, but I uh, it, and we the, the way it's set up this this um, this uh, it's one runway and there's no taxiway so there's just a ramp in the center of the airport um, so uh, relatively 
big ramp for, I guess, for the islands, but there's only one small little taxiway that leads to the ramp in the middle of the um, uh, airport. So and no matter what, if you're back taxiing or taxiing on the runway. Oh, or, yeah. No matter which way you're landing. Yes. Yeah, so picture an airport set up like that and you got 40 G5s and, and Falcons and Citations just stacked on the ramp like cordwood, right? So we land uh, empty to pick up this person and uh, we got enough fuel. We didn't need fuel. And then it's just straight gridlock. They have a tower there, but they don't really know what they're doing. And there's barely enough room for us to get on the ramp. And then there's airplanes that are trying to get out that, you know, planes are streaming in. So they can't let the guys that have been there out because we got to get out of their way for them to even get out. And then as soon as you land, you immediately have to get off the runway so somebody else can land. So there's all these planes coming in. Nobody could get out. The FBO is a complete war zone. They're fueled. Chaos. No one can get fuel. People need more fuel. Yeah, that was probably um, one of the most congested situations yeah, that I've been in in the island. So speaking about the fuel thing, you, you need to make sure you're you're prepared for that because uh, you land down there and then you sit for two hours and you don't have enough fuel now to go where you're going. And then you got these uh, crazy, you know, island people uh, with, you know, they're running out of fuel or whatever. And uh, it's all mismanaged. It's fuel not, trucks it's empty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> then you got rich people in the back that aren't used to waiting. Right. Yeah. No. They don't understand this. <laughs> no, no, no. But yeah, but uh, I would agree uh, waking up in the warm climate. Uh, now, a lot of our viewers probably live in a warm climate, so it's not a big deal to them. But, uh, you know, us Midwesterners, buddy, or North people in the Northeast or something, I mean, there's nothing like it. Um, and it's a, it's a big perk. So what I've been doing is uh, on these trips is I'll have, uh, and I think we talked about this in another podcast, but it's good to bring it up is I'll have my family come down and meet me on the airlines. And then, you know, that saves money because uh, I'm already down there. And then uh, we'll stay somewhere, you know, tropical. Um, so this, this year we went all throughout the Florida Keys. So I had a flight into Fort Lauderdale, as we mentioned, and it was for 10 days. So uh, they came down and we drove to all the different keys and stayed in different hotels all the way down there. And uh, it was just fantastic. And nice. So just your family another. joined you. Yeah. Your family joined yeah. you on, on, on the job. Yeah. That's, yeah, you got it. That's happened to you me a few it. times too. Actually it's, it's happened before where uh, the owner let me bring my family onto the, onto the jet. Oh, I mean, man. now there's a perk right there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, that doesn't happen all the time, but uh, right. it has happened before. And, uh, but it's just as easy to, well, not just as easy, but you can also throw them on the airlines and have your family meet you. If you're going to be somewhere for a few days, uh, somewhere yeah. nice, the hotel's already paid for, uh, your rental car's already paid for. Um, mm -hmm. So, yeah, airline them in and make a vacation out of it. Just another little perk of, of being a pilot. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and hang in there. Um, and I know we talked about the hotel points, you know, you get all of those points to stay. Um, uh, so, so when you're, you know, in New York, you're building and you're staying in a hotel, the company's paying for and training, you're accruing these points and then you can use them at these luxury resorts. And I mean, I'm talking some of these, these Hilton's and Marriott's, the high end ones of vacations are oh. unbelievable. So, so now you got, you know, free airline ticket or a free, 
way down there and then you know free hotels and you know, the rental car places all give you points i mean there's a lot of really 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 nice perks that we you know we covered in different aspects of this but but you know it's good to bring up to people because it it, it is good and i think sean you airline a lot so you get a lot of sky miles right from all your right. travel yeah actually yeah. it is sky miles that's the delta yeah. name i do uh that's my yeah you're getting a little glare there huh yeah yeah uh, yeah yeah it's good when you get into this type of thing it's good to stick with one brand you know so for airlines i'll use delta and then yeah. you know that's how you get your status up and it's not just you know for the airlines it's not just the miles you know that gets right. you your free flights for you and your family but once you get that status you know then you start getting upgrades you know you buy a seat in the back but you get upgraded to first class every other flight um mm -hmm. so yeah I, you know, I stick with Delta, um, the airlines, I stick with Marriott and the hotels. And, um, actually I just became a, a lifetime, uh, uh, platinum member at, or well, they call it titanium now at Marriott. So I'm going to switch over oh, to Hilton and start building those, that, that status up, <laughs> but, uh, the rental cars, even, you know, the rental cars you get, uh, I use enterprise a lot. So I, I think it's five or six rentals rental days, you get a free, uh, rental day. So even the rental car companies are doing it, but you know, we're kind of talking, you know, what it's like in the corporate world, but as far as flying during the holidays for an airline guy, you know, the, it's a little different thing, you know, you're either going to be doing your normal thing, uh, during the holidays, or you're going to be off basically, or your two choices. <laughs> yeah. It, yeah it's no, busy no, for right. them too i mean those airlines are packed during right. during the holidays and and they're busy as well but it's just another day i mean if christmas falls on a thursday your the airline's normal thursday schedule is is still the same typically um right you know so based on your seniority you would you would bid your trips you would bid that month out to either be on or off during the holidays mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. you know as you get seniority you can be the guy that doesn't work at all during the holidays yeah um, you know i've heard of i've heard of guys that if even if they had the seniority they'll they'll go ahead and if if they don't have a family maybe it's some guy you know he's not married doesn't have any kids his kids are all grown or something and mm -hmm. whatever i've heard of those guys that are that go ahead and just fly during the holidays. So the younger guys can have time off, you know, to be with their kids and whatever. But yeah, that's, uh, yeah. that's basically the difference in the airlines in the corporate world uh, during the holidays. Yeah. And let's not forget if you're an airline pilot, you can move your family for free um, yeah. on standby, you know, on flights. So although I mean, that the, might be, yeah, yeah. The flights are, you know, that's all, yeah, that's all based <laughs> on there being an empty seat and it's right. been pretty full here. And this year was even worse because we had the COVID restrictions. So it's, unless you're sitting with your family, it's, you know, every other seats blocked out, you know, so. Yeah. I, I think that's another reason why Florida was so busy, um, is, is, uh, no one wants to leave the country as much with the, you know, with the coronavirus and everything. So that probably added to that. We, we also had, it was probably in the news. I think it was in the news on Monday, uh, Jacksonville center, which is the controlling agency for all of North Florida. Um, they had a controller, uh, with the coronavirus, um, and they decided to 
I guess evacuate the, the controlling agency and sanitize it for like three hours or four hours. <laughs> it costs huge yeah. delays. I that mean, is, yeah, yeah. That's a disaster. I mean, that Jack's center, Jacksonville center, that's the entire Northern, that's the entire corridor getting in and out of Florida and part of the Gulf and, and the Atlantic over the, I mean, yeah. what a, what a, dis- yeah. what a nightmare. What day was this? Uh, that was Monday afternoon, and I was looking at Flight Aware. Actually, we were doing a crew swap in Fort Lauderdale, so we had a guy coming down, and his flight was delayed four, five hours. But well, I was looking on, uh, you know, there's there's on Flight Aware, they had flights coming from New York that were going over to Louisiana, all around North Florida, <laughs> over the Gulf, and then coming in, coming in to avoid uh, Jacksonville's airspace, but. I mean, what a, what a nightmare, man. So you do have, you know, it's not all peaches and cream when it's um, uh, a busy time. I mean, these things happen, but, um, and and that's a reminder for any of our viewers that, you know, anybody that's an aviation lover, if you don't have that app on your phone, flight aware, it's incredible, man. You download this thing, it's free and you can actually press a button. It'll show every single plane above you. Uh, where they're headed, what type of plane it is, and then yep. you can put in different airports, and you can see you can put in flight numbers, and all. it's really fun. I mean, if you're in, involved in aviation, yeah, yeah, flight numbers for the airlines, or uh, you can put in a tail number for an individual airplane if you got a buddy with yep. a plane or something. Yeah, it is yeah, pretty neat. App. Unless you're blocked, <laughs> right? Yeah, unless you block your tail number. A lot of a lot of private corporate people will block tail numbers. If, somebody famous or something like that yeah um, the famous scene from uh uh the movie wall street the original wall street you remember that sean when uh, charlie i mean i remember the, the movie i'm trying to remember the, what the, so they're trying charlie sheen is a stock guy and this company is either it's merging with another company or buying another company and one's in minneapolis and the other one's like in houston and they don't know uh, which one uh, this company's going to buy, but they're trying to figure it out because they're going to short sell all the stock. So, so it, this is in the 80s, right? So right. Uh, they're on the ramp, I think, at like Teterboro or something, and the, they have private jet of this company is taxing out. So Charlie Sheen waits behind the fence until right, uh, right up with a wallet in his hand. And he's going, oh, my God, I got my boss's wallet. Uh, he's going to kill me. Do you know where that plane was going? He asked the fueler. And they go, <laughs> Minneapolis. And then he gets on this, you know, 1982 <laughs> cell phone. And he's like, sell it all. And, uh, you know. <laughs> so, yeah, the uh, the corporate a- uh, operators will block the tail number for those reasons, right? Because you can tell certain strategic business deals that are going on based on where those jets are going. You know? Right. But we're, yep. we're digressing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So... What's your prediction for this year? I mean, 2021. Happy New Year, everybody. We're uh, Happy New Year. Uncharted ground, maybe. <laughs> I think it's going to be a great year, Sean. I think we're going to start off slow, like we are, and uh, uh, I think that this summer, once this vaccine is in circulation, uh, is going to be a complete jailbreak for travel. That's my prediction. Um, I think you're going to see demand, you know, 
snapback. Uh, there's a lot of pent up demand. These events are going to start to roll out in the fall. You're going to start seeing fall concert tours. You're going to start seeing conventions back. Uh, Vegas will be turned back on. Um, and, and there's just going to be a lot of pimp, pent up demand on the part of the public to get out and do things and travel. And they're going to want to get on airplanes and all of that. And um, I think it's going to be great. And I think if, uh, if anybody watching this is thinking about jumping into aviation, you got to remember your, your uh, training takes, you know, a couple of years or a year right. at least if you really. So um, what's going to happen is you've got all these layoffs right now that occurred due to the, the, the instant drop in demand over travel, right. uh, which has prevented any hiring. And uh, as soon as it snaps back, you know, they're, they're not going to have enough pilots again. And that could be sooner rather than later. And if you guys are jumping in now, you have all your ratings pulled up, you'll be in a good position, man. In a, in a year or two, uh, this is going to be uh, back to normal, I think. Uh, would, would you agree, Sean? I, I sure hope so. I mean, yeah, that, yeah. that would be my prediction too. I mean, Fingers crossed, yeah. you know, yeah. we were already before the COVID thing, we were already on the brink of a disaster with, with the pilot shortage, the pilot shortage was yeah. there and it was intensifying. And then the COVID thing really leveled everything out. But I I've said it before on this podcast about how, you know, once everything spins back up again, now that all these airlines have laid guys off or furloughed guys, well, there wasn't, I mean, they've definitely stopped hiring. You had flight schools that went out of business. You had people that stopped flight training because of uncertainty. Um, yeah. It's, it's going to spin back up way fast and we're going to be right back in it again. It can be a lot worse than it originally was. So if just like you said, Mike, if, if anybody listening, watching this is on the fence about becoming a pilot, I mean, there is, no greater time in history to start flight training right now. I yeah. Mean. Yeah. I, I agree. Cause you know, you guys may be watching like, well, all these airlines are laying off. Why would I be a pilot? But you got to look at the trend, man. And, and, uh, right. uh, you know, it's all about timing. And, uh, you know, it, now if you, if you are a guy that's looking for a job right now, just coming out of flight school, Okay. Yeah. It's probably not the best, but just hold on a little bit and it'll come. But for a person just getting started, I don't, I don't even think they're going to be affected by the coronavirus. No, no, I would say no, not at all. Okay. Uh, if any, it might be something, well, no, I'm not even going to say that. No, I, yeah. A new year's resolution, a great new year's resolution for somebody watching this that wants to be a pilot would be go to your local airport and take an introductory flight, get out there and, and take one of their intro ride intro flights and and uh just start doing it take action take action man that's it man that's it that's all you got to do you know if you want to be a pilot go to the airport meet somebody and take a flight and uh, start researching this stuff start reading books and and get this done you know you, you're not going to get anywhere uh, sitting on your couch you know and remember doing nothing is doing something. I mean, if you're just sitting around in, in a job you don't like, uh, uh, you, you, you're just perpetuating that by sit, sit, sitting there. So, uh, yeah, yeah. I, it's, I still think it's a great opportunity. You know, we, we started this, uh, course, um, uh, in this podcast when the, there was an unprecedented demand for pilots and, sure. and we wanted to get information out there to get people in the business. 
Um, and then, of course, that went away like a light switch with the coronavirus. But when you really analyze the situation um, um, and you know the trends and what was occurring pre-corona and what's about to happen after corona, um, I, I, I would not be discouraged to, to jump in. Right. And, and, you know, this industry has always been uh, cyclic anyway. You know, there's always mm -hmm. ups and downs that, you know, would follow the economy. And and uh, but this was I this is like a little bubble. I mean, like I just said, we were on the 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 pilot shortage was real. It was there. It was happening. And then this thing came in instantaneously and killed all that temporarily. And I think right. it's going it, to, I think it's going to go away just as fast as it came in and we'll be on the other side of it even worse. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Well, good, man. Uh, well, everybody enjoy 2020. So uh, uh, real, yeah, yeah, real quick. Well, yeah. Uh, what, what's the temperature like where you're at? I mean, I see uh, <laughs> you're in a t-shirt. Well, I'm not wearing a jacket. Yeah. Um, it's about, so I'm in North Florida um, and it's about uh, probably 65 right now. Um, so it's beautiful. I mean, almost no wind and it's, yeah, yeah, really calm. Um, you know, you, you get, uh, there's almost three uh, different climate zones with Florida. You get the north side, you know, in, in the dead of winter. Central Florida, um, pretty moderate. And then South Florida, which is just like the jungle. I mean, tropical. You got, you were in Fort Lauderdale, man. It's like right. you can swim every day. It's incredible, yeah, yeah. you know. So, so uh, to me, actually, this is probably the perfect climate because you, you get like a touch of winter. I had a guy tell me. Uh, here he said, uh, we have uh, two seasons, summer and January. <laughs> so you get a, you, get, you right. get a little touch of, you could get a jacket out, you could build a little fire and then it's gone <laughs> and then it's summertime again. But, but, uh, yeah, yeah. So I'm here and then, uh, you know, Key West, of course, I mean, all of the keys I was in marathon and all that was in the high seventies to 80, 81, 82. Um, it's the dry season in the, in the, um, in the winter. So it never rains. Um, you know, you got that crystal blue water. I mean, it, it really is paradise, you know, um, oh, but, yeah. uh, but yeah, yeah. But, um, that's the thing, you know, Sean, you, you get this job and you get to, uh, experience all this stuff and then you know where to go on vacation. You know, I, I always tell my, my uh, family, I have, I don't like to take them on vacation anywhere that I haven't already been. I got to go test it out first, you know, make sure they're really yeah. going to like it. So, um, yeah, it's a, it's a very unique thing, you know, and I, I have a lot, a lot of my friends call me that aren't pilots asking where to go, you know, well, where, do, where do you like, I mean, where would you go? <laughs> Cause they know I've hit all the good places, you know? <laughs> exactly. Yep. Right. Yeah. Good. All right. Well, um, yeah. So there you have it. This was our podcast on being a pilot during the holidays. Um, yeah. Yeah. So if you have a question, one of the things we've been doing a lot, I know uh, those of you who watch, we've been answering a lot of questions on the podcast. Yep. Uh, if you have a question for us, you can send us a question and we'll answer it here on the podcast at podcast at Propilot Playbook. You can email us podcast at propilotplaybook.com and uh, we'll answer it here. Awesome. We'll have a great new year and uh, keep, keep the questions coming. We love them. It gives us topics to talk about and, uh, uh, everybody needs to get to the airport and start flying. <laughs> yes, exactly. Happy That's a great resolution. Drive That's to right. the airport. <laughs> All right. All right. Thanks. Well, thanks for watching, folks. And we will see you next week. 
Bye-bye.